This is the World According to Zig podcast. My name is John Ziegler, and this is a very special edition of the World According to Zig, a two-part podcast wrapping up the year of 2021. And in part one, which this is, we continue what is now the sixth edition of a family tradition, which was begun with three-year-old Grace Ziegler. There she is right there. Grace, say hi. Hi. Uh, uh, Grace Ziegler made her first ever appearance uh, back in 2016 uh, when we were ending the nationally syndicated version of the John Ziegler show, thanks to the victory of Donald Trump in the 2016 election. And Gra- Isn't that bad? And Grace was informing everyone desperately that the reason why we were ending that was why, Grace? Right. So uh, that's how this began. And we're now doing this for the sixth consecutive year, a pre-Christmas interview with my daughters, Grace, who is now nine years old, and Diana, her little sister, who is now four years old. Say hi, Diana. Hi. Now, Diana, last year you made your first appearance on the annual Christmas interview, and you didn't seem that into it. Do you remember that at all? Not really. Yeah, you weren't that into it. But I think you're going to be more into it this year, right? Right. Okay. So Grace is nine. Diana is four. And there's a lot to talk about. But since this is our annual Christmas interview, let's talk about Christmas first. So how excited are you guys for Christmas? So excited. Diana, are you excited? Yes. Why are you excited? Presents. Presents? I'm excited because... Well, it's Christmas. Well, Diana, you had an interesting thing happen at your preschool the other day. Mm -hmm. Can I tell the story? You want to tell the story, Grace? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So my sister was at preschool, and they asked her if um, what Christmas is about. Why we celebrate Christmas. They asked, why do we celebrate Christmas? Why do we celebrate Christmas? Everyone said presents and Santa Claus, and she said God. Diana, what did you really say? God. You said it's it, because it's God's birthday, right? Yes. And Jesus's. Well, right. So why did you say that, Diana? Why were you the only one in your class to say we celebrate Christmas because it's God's birthday? Because I remember when the teacher said it. Oh, so you're a good listener. You're a good learner. Do you like school? Yes. You seem to like school. A lot more the than your sister did opposite of me you didn't like school very much and you still don't like school that much but it's growing on you right grace it's a bit okay so let's go before we could talk about school let's go back to christmas obviously santa claus is a big part of the whole christmas thing you guys are scheduled to see santa very soon how are we feeling about santa these days grace I know he doesn't exist. Um, lots of kids are telling me he doesn't. They're telling you he doesn't exist? Yeah. And what do you say to them? Um, in my head, I go, um, curse words. Curse words in your head. What do you say to them in real life? I say, I'm not going to listen to you. All right. And um, well, we'll see how Santa does. How do you think he's going to do for you this year? Have you been good? Uh, 
Not really. So if it's this is based upon whether you've been good or bad, you have some reason to be nervous, right? Yeah. Why haven't you been that good? Uh, pressure. Pressure? What kind of pressure? You know, like pressure as Santa is always watching you and seeing if you're better good, so that's the pressure. So wait a minute. Hold on a second. This sounds like an excuse here. So you, It's so you, not an excuse. It sounds, so you're saying that the inherent it pressure... It is an excuse. Thank you, Diana. So you're saying, Grace, your story is that inherently the pressure of Santa causes you to be bad. A bit, yeah. That is really lame. That, that sounds... That sounds like some liberal woke BS right there. Language. No, you know what that sounds like? It sounds like a a, a pro athlete that quits because of the mental pressure and anguish of competing at the highest level. Oh, I can't do it because, oh my gosh, the pressure. It's just too much. My mental health is at risk. How about you, Diana? Have you been good? She tipped over our Christmas tree the other day. Yeah. That's true. That was, but let's, before we get to the Christmas tree catastrophe, Diana, in general, have you been pretty good this year? Yes. No. I think you've been pretty good. (gasps) Loser. I think you were better at four than Grace was at four. So I, I, but let's talk about the Christmas tree thing because that was an epic disaster. So, so dad, we got, we put the Christmas tree up. It had been up for a couple of days. It was all perfectly decorated. Mom put all sorts of effort into this. <laughs> it was the best tree we've ever had. And I come in from playing some golf, and I'm going, do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Everything's wonderful. And, you know, what a beautiful day. And I open the door, and Grace, what do I find? <laughs> you scream of course words. What, what did I see, Grace? You saw the creature. Tree on the floor. <laughs> I saw the Christmas tree on the floor. I saw ornaments shattered everywhere. I saw you in tears. I saw Diana with a guilty look on her face, almost completely she naked. Like, hmm? I don't know. Almost completely naked. <laughs> oh. Mom was. Can I tell them the story about how mom kicked her out? Yeah, please do. So, so Mom kicked my baby sister out <laughs> naked. Follow. <laughs> so, so just to be clear, I'm not realizing that your mom is even in the house. She's nowhere to be found. I later find out she had barricaded herself in a room because she was so ticked off about what Diana had done to the Christmas tree. And I did not realize that Diana, who was now in the house, had previously been banished by mom outside. And and where? Uh, what I were snuck you, her back in. What were you wearing, Diana, when mom kicked you out of the house? Underwear. Oh, you were wearing underwear. No, she wasn't. I was she told had, you were. She she had nothing on. She just had her headband on. I I was told you were she totally had naked. Silks. Right. She had now, now, when I saw you, you were at least wearing some underwear. So in the midst of this chaos, I walk in, and I had no idea how bad things had gotten. I thought this had literally just happened moments before I got home. But no, this had occurred about a half hour, 45 no, minutes before. No, it was like it was like 50 minutes. Okay, whatever it was. It was an extended period of time. 100 minutes. Mom had, no, that would be like the rest of okay, the day. Okay, okay, let's not worry about that. The, the, the Mom had declared Christmas over. Uh, that uh, she was done, uh, uh, this was a complete catastrophe, 
And uh, thankfully, we were able to get through the crisis, and the tree well, was my, mostly recovered, although we lost a few ornaments. She crushed my first ever ornament. Right. Ten so, years. so Diana, what happened? What did you do? How did you knock down the Christmas tree? Tell the world. Okay, so I was just playing with the ornament that, like, it, we have this really cool ornament um, that's like a roller coaster and it moves. It's mine to represent my first. I was blocking the I was blocking the tunnels and then the the tree just went crashing down. Okay, so you were really oh, enamored with a particular ornament and our you pulled elf, on it. Is that what elf happened? Eli had a front row seat to all of it. Right, so the elf that uh, keeps a watch on you guys, Eli, saw all of this. Yet, Diana, you don't seem nervous at all. I mean, you, you. I uh, would be pooping my pants every uh, second of the day. As but. mom, as mom said, there is no shame in your game, because you really recovered from this very quickly. You had no shame at all what you did, did you? Did you, it didn't bother you that you would knock down the Christmas tree? Why not? Dad, there's something I have to tell. Okay, go ahead and tell. Tell me. So when so when mom went going in, she like screamed at me like she had curse. a bath of curse words. Yeah, and then she just went back to her room and sleep. Right. She, no, tried she was watching TV. No, she, well, she couldn't take a nap. She was too ticked off. But you're not answering my question, Diana. You seem to have no guilt at all about having almost destroyed Christmas. No guilt. It doesn't bother you at all. You think it's funny, don't you? No, I don't. Okay, all right. Well, we were able to get past that, and we've had a you know a pretty good Christmas season so far. You guys went to Disneyland. How was that? So much fun. We got to we got to go to the private Coast One Hundred Three Point Five party. Okay, we got to wear bracelets. Uh, bracelets for the not so private party at the California Adventure for Coast 103.5. By the way, nice nice plug there, Grace. That was that was well done. You should probably get some ad fee for that commercial. But um, so that was fun, right? I mean, even, although, uh, what did you think of the mask situation at Disneyland, Grace? Um, this is a podcast, so maybe words <laughs> words might be the best way to communicate. How did you feel about the? We're on camera right now. Okay, but but this is also audio. So tell me what you thought about the mask situation at Disneyland. Um, I had the F word in my head okay. a thousand times. Diana, how do you feel about the masks at Disneyland? F word in my head. F word in your head. Okay. All right. I think we've. But but in other than that, you guys had a good time at Disneyland, right? Great time. Uh, By the way, quote unquote, we saw a parade, which was basically Santana's party. Yeah, they canceled the parade because it had rained three hours earlier. That was that was uh, a bit strange and disappointing. Oh, we got to see but, the fake Santa. But that's that's the world we now live in, where we cancel everything at the drop of a hat. I mean, if, there, if there's any inconvenience at all, we immediately cancel. Cancellation nation. So uh, Ooh, another. Cancellation. Another element, a big element of Christmas for us, we talked about this last year on the podcast. As a matter of fact, this was a huge part of last year's podcast because our quest to walk the Christmas lights in our neighborhood was in peril by COVID restrictions, not because of any actual COVID restrictions, but because 
we were very concerned that the liberals in the neighborhood would not participate and that it would all fall apart and there, then 20 nights of our December would be destroyed because there'd be nothing to see. And Grace, what did you and I do together last year? I wrote a note and, every, and everyone heard it and they made signs for me. One at the Pokemon okay and one at the santa house that has like presents all, over. all right so so for people who don't understand you wrote a, a letter to every house in the neighborhood almost every house in the neighborhood uh, basically pleading with them to please do the christmas lights last year and the response was really tremendous and in fact a couple of the houses even honored you i guess with uh, signs one said merry christmas grace uh, and another uh, house actually gave thanks to both you and Diana, because uh, Diana was also mentioned in the letter. And so that was really cool. So we basically saved the Christmas lights last year. And this year, it's been really interesting because we didn't do the, the letters again because uh, we knew we didn't need to because now you know everyone's vaccinated, so the world has magically changed. Um, and also, and also, Trump is no longer our president for somehow... That is also a cost, which means we are all safe. You know, uh, I know you're being facetious, but I think there's actually something to that, Grace, because interestingly, the, the key house, the house that started this tradition was the one we were most concerned about, uh, the house owned by what we now refer to as the Biden lady, because she had all sorts of Biden signs on her house during last election, which is why I was so nervous. So last year, the Biden lady was one of the only houses decided not to do it, despite your pleas. This year, suddenly, the Biden lady's doing it again, as if somehow magically uh, things are, are totally different. Um, but at least, you know, she, I guess, is effectively admitting that she was wrong last year. But this year, the participation is better than ever. And one of the houses put back up your sign. How'd that make you feel, Grace? It made me feel like a million bucks. I was a little concerned that your first reaction was, I'm famous again. I'm famous again. That's That was really disturbing to me, Grace. Do you understand why that was disturbing to me? Because I didn't, you, didn't, you didn't think I learned my lesson. Right. I did not think you learned the, the proper lesson of that, that whole situation. Diana, what do you think of the Christmas lights? How about you sit up, Diana? All right. Come on. Don't, don't lose interest already. Come on. You're doing great. What do you think of the Christmas lights? And what do you think of what Grace did last year? Uh, did it make you happy? Uh, why, are you, why, why, why is your brain going dead? Come on, Diana. Do you like the, walking the Christmas lights or not? Yes. And did you think it was cool what, what Gracie did last year? Uh, uh, stop with that. All right. Okay, now, now Grace, um, you have a lot of obsessions that we've talked about on this podcast previously. You're obsessed with Santa. You're obsessed with boys, which we'll get to Dad, shortly. Yes, Diana. There's something I want to say. Well, please do about, say something. About the Papa Pig blower. Oh, no, 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 no. 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 <laughs> No, 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 no. Diana is a big fan of Peppa Pig, and one of the houses has a Peppa Pig Santa blow up, and her initial reaction to last year was completely inappropriate. I gave a note. You, you gave a note? 
Yeah, I did. Okay, but the, the curse words that came out of Diana's mouth were embarrassing. <laughs> the mother of all curses. Okay, yeah, so so we will not be using that, Diana, because uh, Child Protective Services might come uh, to, to grab you away from us. So, so, Grace, you have all these obsessions, boys, which we'll get to momentarily, uh, but you also have a an obsession with mystic, mystical creatures. Yeah, yeah. Like a Loch Ness Monster and Bigfoot. Yes, Diana? Nessie. Nessie, right. And, in fact, we've even talked about your uh, Loch Ness Monster obsession on my other podcast with the benefit of hindsight because I think it kind of relates to that whole entire story. So I was fascinated when kind of two of your obsessions – combined together organically when you decided to sing for me your version of Faith Hill's song, Where Are You Christmas, which is one of your obsessions, only you did it about Bigfoot. Where are you, Bigfoot? Well, we actually have the video. We're going to play. This is the clip of, of you coming to me and spontaneously deciding that you're going to change some of the words of Faith Hill's Where Are You Christmas song, uh, and you're holding a a stuffed Bigfoot uh, uh, toy or whatever you want to call it in your arms while you're singing this to me. And here's here's what that sounded like. Where are you, Bigfoot? Why can't I find you? Why have you gone away? My world is changing, I'm rearranging, so that means Bigfoot is too. So Grace, what was that all about? You, you sound to me like you're wondering about whether or not Bigfoot is actually real. Is that no, true? No, no, no. It's like me expeditioning for him. And I'm going like, where are you, Bigfoot? Oh, okay. <laughs> I misinterpreted it slightly because because you have been raising a lot of questions. You just you said earlier that your friends are questioning Santa Claus. And and now you're, you have been asking a lot more questions about Bigfoot. In fact, just this morning when we were going through Bigfoot evidence, which we haven't done in quite a long time, you indicated that you thought some of the videos that we've watched on YouTube we're, were told- fake. Totally fake. And how can you tell that they're totally fake? Because they like they literally say they're expeditioning for Bigfoot, and then all of a sudden, bam, tons and tons of Bigfoot evidence. It seems a bit too... Too easy? What's the word? Too coincidental? <laughs> yeah. It's just too easy. Like, you yeah. just can't decide, hey, we're going to go look for Bigfoot, and oh my gosh, we heard something, or oh my gosh, what's that behind the, the bushes, right? That's, yeah. that's not the way it works. Yeah. Because because if Bigfoot exists, it's a very 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 rare thing to find them. So you're not gonna be able to plant it, right? Yeah, you can. So so that's pretty. That's I'm gonna find Bigfoot. Oh, hi, Bigfoot. Right. So that's very savvy on your part to realize that uh, that that doesn't make any sense. That 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 obviously has to be fake. And uh, also, I'm growing a bit older. And what does that mean when you're growing a bit older? What does that mean? It's hard to believe for some reason because, like me, I have now a bunch of, like, crushes and stuff. And, like, now I have more friends than usual. And 
the friends that don't believe, like almost they hypnotize me into trying to not make me believe. Believe about what? Bigfoot, Santa, my elf. Really? Yeah, but I fight back. You fight back. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very, very interesting. All right. So let's talk a little bit about school. So when we last spoke to you guys, uh, Diana, you weren't yet in school. And Grace, your school was a complete catastrophe. Uh, I was do. I was basically living the breakfast. What's it called? The, the Breakfast Club movie. The Breakfast Club. Right, where you you just you go to school, but you're not really learning, and you're in a room with a couple other kids, and you were you were actually being quote unquote taught by a guy you refer to as Mr. Nick who uh, was, I, how old was he, like 20 years old, something? He, when I first started to be with him, he was 19, then he turned 20, and now, just a couple weeks ago, he turned 21. Right, and you consider him your last teacher for, your, 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 basically your teacher for second grade. You're in third grade now, and last year, for all intents and purposes, in your memory, he's your teacher because he was taking care of you at school where you were in this bizarre situation where you were on campus but you were doing I remote learning a lot of politics with him a lot of politics with mr nick so this year though suddenly magically we're able to go back into school even though <gasps> even though none of you were vaccinated again 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 it's because trump's not president anymore i think that's pretty accurate actually i think that that's a big part of it so now we've gotten rid of trump so now we can pretend to start to go back to normal and how has this year been where you have to you go to school and you have a little bit of social distancing but not much i think you should pause that okay thanks grace i appreciate the <laughs> the advice um so you have a little bit of uh social distancing and you have to wear masks all the time so how has that been i just want to pause you want to poke your eyes out. Well, the other day, you had an interesting situation because you guys normally eat lunch outside, right? Yeah. And when you eat lunch outside, you don't have to wear masks, yeah. right? Freedom. 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 But it rained, so you had lunch inside in the same classroom in the same seats that you are all in every day, all day, correct? Mm -hmm. And you ate lunch, and what were you allowed to do with your masks? Take off the life-saving you're, we abandon them. You abandon your life-saving devices during lunch, even though you're in the same classroom, same seats, no social distancing that you were that morning and you will be that afternoon, and yet nobody mentioned how crazy this is, right? Yep. Did you think it was crazy? Um, I went like, what is happening? What the heck is happening? Right, because the world has gone mad. But, but in general, how are you feeling about school? How about an answer? I'm thinking about Okay, it. Diana, let's talk to you about school. So this is your first year of school. You're in preschool. Mm -hmm. and, and my impression is that you basically run your class. Is that true? Are you in, basically in charge? She's of, the runner of the class. Are you, Trust me. She's how about, like, Grace, how about you let her tell? Diana, do you run your class? Are you in charge of your class? Yes or no? Uh, yes. Not really sure? It seems like you do. The, so yesterday, you were so excited to go to school. Why? Tell me why you were so excited to go to school yesterday. Presents! Crazy. Presents! You, so you brought, you brought presents into school. And why, why did you bring presents into school, Diana? 
Vivian, and Savannah, Ollie, and Cash. They're your friends. And you wanted to bring them presents, right? Yes. You were super excited. You were so excited. You slept with them. You slept with the presents you had gotten for them. Is that right? Yeah. So why were you so excited about giving your friends presents at school? Show the video. All right. So, Diana, you're all dressed up like an elf. What do you got in your hand? Presents. Presents for who? Savannah, Ollie, and Cash. Your friends at school? Yeah. You're so excited about this. Why are you so excited? Because I'm just so excited. You're so excited to give away gifts? You yeah. Actually, you actually slept with those last night, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, I, let's go into school, okay? Bye. Wait, wait, what do we, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do we do before we go to school? Kiss. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs> So why do you like school so much, Diana? What's the best part about school? Everything. Everything. All right. Is it's, there... it's love. It's love. School is love. Okay. <laughs> well, Grace, what is your impression of how Diana is received at school? Like when we leave, when we pick her up at school, it does feel like there's a, a letdown at the whole school, doesn't it? Our leader is leaving. How will we survive? <laughs> that, that, it's a little of an exaggeration, but it does feel like when Diana leaves school that the, there, there is a, a depression, a pall that comes over the rest of the preschool. All right, so Diana, do you have anything else you want to say about school? You, you seem like you're shutting down on me here, but do you want to say anything at all about school, about your friends, about what you've learned? Everything. She mostly Everything. learns about God because um, it's called Good Shepherd and they have church. <laughs> so basically all they learn about is God. And I like that school. By the way, I ran the school when I was her age, too. Okay, sure you did, Grace. All right, now let's talk about another one of Grace's obsession. Uh, you have an obsession with boys. Um, Diana, not so much. Diana, you, how do you feel about boys? You love I love them, but I hate them. Love them, but I hate them. You love them, but you hate them. What does that mean, you love boys, but you hate them? The same thing as Grace. Oh, so you, you said to me that there's a boy in your, in your class that you like, but, but he loves you too much. Is that true? He what Grace, let her talk. What does it mean, Diana, that a boy loves you too much? What does that mean? He's just, he's just all up in your business? He won't leave you alone, is that right? Okay, Diana, you don't want to talk? Are you done? <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Grace. Grace, tell me why you are so obsessed with boys. Chase Norman. Who's Chase Norman? Chase, not Chase. Oh, Jace Norman. Who is Jace Norman? He's only the most handsome. Symbol in all the world. He's on a TV show, was on a TV show that you really liked called what? Henry Danger. And why do you like him so much? He's way too old for you. <laughs> like, way too old. Why do you like him so much? I don't know. He's just super cute and funny and handsome. And okay, but what? And cute. And what, what, what gave you this idea that you should like boys? You're nine years old. It's way too early to be liking boys, Grace. Why are you, you've been boy crazy forever, but it seems to be only getting worse. So why are you so boy crazy? I have no idea. Diana, do you think she's boy crazy? Do you think Grace is boy crazy? Yes. Is it nuts? Yes. 
Oh, should I tell everybody about Luca? No! Diana does have a little crush on Luca, the character from... The what's new the? Pixar movie, um, Luca. But it's a weird, it's a weird character. It's a half boy, half monster. Yeah. Why, why do you like Luca so much, Diana? She likes um, everything. Kids. She likes yeah. kids from different. From so, that, so Diana has America. a little. Diana has a little bit of boy craziness, but nothing compared to Grace. <laughs> um, so who else? So Jace Norman. How do you feel about Charlie Woods, Tiger's son? He's more your age. How do you feel about him? You think he's hot. What makes Charlie Woods hot? Um, I don't know. Just tell me, what makes him hot? I don't, I think it would be a bit appropriate to talk about on the show. Well, no, that's, we're just here to, <laughs> just here to tell the truth. I want to know what, what is your definition of hot, Grace? Um, I like boys that play sports. You like boys that play sports? Okay, what else? And half of it. Is I also want um, to like a guy who plays um, uh, um, golf because I really like golf. Oh, you're trying to kiss up the dad here. You have no indication you really like kiss golf. But, but, I'm basically uh, kissing him, but. All right. But you, you, also, you also like that he's famous, right? Gracie? Oh, yeah. That's how, basically the whole reason why I like him. And you, and he, and you think he's rich, too, right? Uh, what, why are you guys... I, go ahead, Diana. I thought Gracie hated Grace. You hated what? I thought, I thought Gracie hated Grace. Hated what? I, I don't understand where we're going. All right, I feel like I'm losing control of this. So um, anybody else other than Jace Norman, Charlie Woods? Who, who else might you have? Noah. A, Oh, well, you have a you have a friend who's way too old for you that no, you have a very nice friendship a, with. He's, uh, he's basically Charlie's age. No, he's older than Charlie. Charlie is twelve, and Noah just turned fourteen. That's a big difference. That's a big difference. Just. He was like a thirteen a week ago. Okay, all right. So, anything else on boys, Diana? You want to chime in on boys at all? No, Diana. Di- boys are gonna like Diana a lot. I think. Yeah. Uh, um, Grace, you're going to be very high. Grace, boys will like you at first, but you're very high maintenance, and I think they might be a little bit afraid of you. So um, I, that's okay. All right, I want them to be. Afraid. All right, so a couple last things. How do you guys feel about each other, Diana? How do you feel about having Grace as a big sister? Um, weird. Weird. Do you love her? Weird. You're not going. You're not even going to claim you love her. Not even going to. Not even going to placate me by saying you love your. Come on, you love your big sister. Kiss, but the audience. Diana, Diana, do you like having Grace as a big sister? Mad and great. Mad and great. It's kind of like with boys. And Grace, how do you feel with about Diana being your little sister? Because you've had a very, uh, you know, a, a very different experience. You lived for five years all by yourself as as our only child, and then Diana came along. So, do you like life better with a little sister, or or was it better before? Better. Oh, baloney! <laughs> you love your little sister. Okay. You know, but by the way, whispering doesn't really work that well in, in an audio medium, just so you guys know as we as we move along here. Uh, all right, how about um, mom and dad? It's very clear that both of you love mom a lot more than you love dad. Is that true, Diana? You, mm-hmm. Do you love mom more than dad? 
I love mom and dad. Oh. I love mom and dad. Oh, come on. Grace. Grace. <laughs> I'm an imposter right now. Grace, you, you, it's just perfectly fine. In fact, I'm glad this is the case. But you love mom a lot more than dad, right? I don't want you to be mad. I'm not going to be mad. I'm, I'm actually, per, I prefer this. This would be, this is a far better scenario than the opposite direction. No, I won't be sad. Trust me, my skin is much tougher than that. There's no... You're going to be funny and sad. All right. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you love your mom because you guys have a great mom. And you have a great dad, too. But yeah, we do. You do. I know you do. Maybe one day you'll realize that. But... Okay. Anything else? Any last thing you guys want to say? Um, anything... Everything. Grace, how, how are you feeling about politics these days? You mentioned Trump. How do you, feel... how do you guys feel about Gavin Newsom? Got, both of you do not like Gavin Newsom, Governor Poosom, as you refer to him. All right, how about, how about Joe Biden, Grace? Post 103.5. Why is that? <laughs> what does that have to do with Gavin Newsom? You're going to cost us money. All right, Grace, how do you feel about Joe Biden, our president? Um, hate, hate, hate. And his so-called... Ghost 103.5. His so-called um, greatest woman who ever lived, um, Kamala Harris. Harris. I want to commit. Okay, we're not, you know, not going to commit any crimes here because it's actually illegal to make threats against them because they're the president and the vice president. What? But, but the other day when I was at school, we were learning about them, and I. Drew a pitch, so they were they they had a picture of them, and I just okay. That's fine, and you can do that. But I you, drew so, but you used to not like Trump. Do you like Trump now? Do you just in comparison? Just in comparison. Okay, Grace, you can speak into also, the microphone. I like his balls. You like the, <laughs> you like Donald Trump's balls. Okay, great. That's fantastic. I wish he actually had some, but. He, he, has some, he has fake balls. His buildings fell down. He literally said, my buildings are taller. You're referring to what happened on 9-11 when Donald Trump called uh, into a, a TV station and bragged about the fact that now his building was the, the tallest building in that area of Manhattan, I guess. Uh, yeah, well, it was pretty crazy. I wouldn't call that ballsy, though. All right. Um, anything else you guys want to say? Um, Last chance. Uh, wait, I know. What was I going to say? Um, about Henry Danger. No one cares about Henry Danger. I know that we're shooting in a... Somewhere... I think we're shooting in a light... Whatever. And I know that Jason Norman probably lives here because... A mile away is where he shot Henry Danger. And if you're listening, your future bride is speaking. Okay, that's crazy and nuts. And uh, I want to talk about Rudolph. Oh, tell me about Rudolph real quick, Diana. What do you want to say about Rudolph? I always want to touch his red nose. You want to touch his red nose? Okay. See if are, it burns off are your you, hands. Well, you know what? If you're up at 1 o'clock in the morning and you happen to see him on our rooftop, maybe you could, maybe you could pull that off. But I think you'll be asleep. All right, uh, guys, thanks so much for taking the time. Uh, are you glad we did this again this year? Bye. Yeah. All right. That's enough, guys. <laughs>
<laughs> Diana, I'm, I'm glad you kind of hung in through the whole interview. And, um, and Grace, it's always great to talk to you. You're a real pro now, having done this now for the sixth consecutive time. Uh, hopefully this won't How be the last, but it, you never know. It could be. Probably because of Biden. And don't get me started on Nancy. Nancy Pelosi. All right. Maybe Grace will start her own political podcast. <laughs> so I'm going to be a fashion designer and also a widow and a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. A widow? You're going to be a widow? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Your, your, hold on. Your career path plan is fashion designer, Dallas Cowboy cheerleader, and widow. Yeah. So you're going to marry a rich guy and then he's going to die? Is that the plan? I'm going to murder him. Are you going to murder? Okay, wow. This is, this, I feel like this is going to become a, a, a feature in a future dateline decades from now. Maybe That's this, exactly what you know, one of my coworkers said yesterday. Okay, great. So this is the, the sixth and probably final edition of the Ziegler Family Christmas interview with uh, my daughters, Grace and Diana. Thanks so much for doing this. Merry Christmas, guys. Why is this stuck to a net? That's <laughs> the way the microphone works, Diana. Oh. That's, that's to try to make the, the audio sound better. But since you guys were whispering and doing all sorts of crazy things on the mics, I'm not sure how great it's going to sound. But you look cute on the video portion, I'm, so that's great. I'm stuck right. to the net. Wait, all right. Oh, Thanks, guys. All right. That'll do it for this uh, part one I'm of our year wrap-up of the World According to Zig podcast. Make sure... You listen to part two, where I will far more seriously wrap up the entire year, both from a political as well as a personal standpoint, and I'll have some thoughts on this interview uh, with my daughters. So stay tuned. Make sure you listen to part two of the World According to Zig podcast. My name is John Ziegler.